my goodness. If I can just take a moment to let you know, I was so like nervous to record this. Like, I don't know. It, I was just sitting here. I don't know for about a good five minutes, like just nervous. I don't know what that's about, but you guys know why I am here. I want to go ahead and cover the new moon that we will be experiencing on June 18th of 2023. This is going down at 4.36 a.m. And you guys, I have switched over to the whole sign house system um, for my moon reports. Okay. Now, to get into this, we will be experiencing a new moon in Gemini at four degrees in the second house. And to kind of just, you know, drill it on in there. New moons are famously known for the opportunity for new beginnings. The opportunity to plant new seeds, make new investments, and express new gestures. Now let's spin the block momentarily, shall we? On May 19th of 2023, we experienced a new moon in Taurus in the 8th house. And at the time, there was a strong need for stability and a willingness to work hard to achieve such. Everyone was feeling that energy. However, as always, everyone utilizes that energy differently. Some will work extremely hard to either stay the same and or to change. Who am I to deem whether it is good or bad? I just know energy is exerted differently and for very different reasons. Some will work extremely hard at a relationship. Meanwhile, another may work extremely hard on entrepreneurship. I digress. Back on May 19th, the grounds for planting uh, needed to be prepared and ready. It was essentially a time of proper planning and executing on that plan for success. We all make plans and some of them fail, others are successful. The key to all success to, to me is knowledge. You gain knowledge by experience and hard work. You invest in learning more about, I'm sorry, yes, you invest in learning more about your craft or in this case, your seed that you planted. That is honestly the difference between successful and unsuccessful people, knowledge. From experience, any time uh, you have something new, there's always something or someone who comes along and ruins it or tries to. You plant seeds and there's always an insect or an animal attempting to eat your crops. You wear a white shirt and that's the day someone decides to spill coffee on you. I don't know. You buy a new car and someone just so happens to scratch it. You get my point. With my point made, when we experienced a full moon in Scorpio... That was the time to release, eliminate, block off, and or kill those remaining weeds uh, and or snakes in the grass. It was time to let go of anything um, that would hinder your growth and delay or take away the opportunities that you invested in. Now, with the new moon in Gemini, new seeds of information, knowledge, interests, talents, communications, writing, publishing, opportunities are being invested in. Again, the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is knowledge. When you know better, you do better. And that's the vibe at this time. In the second house of value and resources, it just reconfirms my point. 
for my fire and air elemental people, this is going to be a glorious time for you. My Aries, Sagittariuses, Leos, Geminis, Aquariuses, and Libras, please stand up. If you resonate with any of those signs mentioned, you will heavily, um, you will be heavily engaged in intellect, intellectual studies, information, communications, networking of some sort, reading, writing, publishing, and some light traveling as well. Some new inspiration, ideas, and creative downloads are to be enjoyed and valued at this time as well. Now, for others, this new moon in Gemini may manifest as being squirrel-brained, short attention spans, unfocused, and attracted to fast talkers or fast information. You know, they're co- you know how there's like fast clothes where there's also fast talkers who talk a lot about nothing. Like gossip, for example. Now, I do feel like this is going to affect the water and earth signs um, more than likely. Um, so Cancer, Scorpio, um, Pisces, uh, who's that? Taurus, Capricorn, Virgo, excuse me. Those signs may get caught up in some type of drama, um, or some type of gossip, some type of weirdness. Okay. Um, you may be the victim of this, um, or you may be the one initiating this. Take it as it resonates. However, um, it's just giving, um, you know, low vibrational Gemini energy. Okay. So small talk, gossip, drama, being two-faced, consumed with social media, uh, things like that. Okay. It also reminds me of someone I know, um, you know, personally, I always want to just talk about, um, I like to talk about thought provoking topics, but she always wants to talk about social media in the comment section under videos and like dating apps. And I'm personally a Gemini myself. Like my son is in Gemini, my Mercury's in Gemini, and I also am a Libra rising. So I can definitely talk about weather and, and I can definitely, you know, engage and maintain small talk, you know. But then my Pisces moon starts to kick in and, you know, things just start trying to go deeper. Um, and she can't hang. <laughs> she can't hang. So, you know, she starts to look at me with the dead eyes and then she just nods her head, you know, unable to, you know, add or contribute to the conversation. Um and it's just funny because, you know, she'll even crack a joke on me and talk about how, you know, I live under a rock and I don't know anything about celebrity news or what's going on. Um, I'm not in the loop with popular shows or movies or even music. Like, so <laughs> that dy- dynamic uh, was the perfect example uh, for me, at least, um, on how this new moon in Gemini in the second house will play out for some. All right. Some just find more value. Um you know, in reading and writing and learning. Meanwhile, others find more value in like social media, gossip, you know, being social, things like that, you know, talking about the weather, small talk, you know, to each his own. Now to get into the aspects, um, the moon is going to be trining Saturn. Okay. So the moon is in Gemini at four degrees in the second house. And then Saturn is in Aquarius at 13 degrees in the 10th house and Saturn is retrograded. And again, you guys, I am using the whole sign system. So due to Saturn's presence, I am only going to focus on the people and the energies that 
this aspect resonates with. Okay, so Saturn is serious and should be taken that way. I personally have Saturn in Aquarius in my natal chart, and I am currently experiencing my first Saturn return. Um, I am also natally a Gemini sun with Mercury and Gemini. So with that being said, this energy basically um, is kind of it's playing out as if it's Saturn in Gemini. OK, so with that being said, there's a refined and maturity type of energy going on here. Gemini energy is fast moving. It's intellectual, um, very curious as well. Now, curiosity can be very beneficial, but in most cases, it can cause distractions and ultimately delays. The moon is always changing, which is never stable. So even as I was typing this, you know, I feel like it was choppy. However, with Saturn trining, aka aligning here, all information inhaled is with a purpose. <laughs> this is exactly why I mentioned above that the new moon in Gemini for others will only encourage them to invest more into social media or short clips. Saturn isn't trining, aka aligning with that. So for those resonating with this, don't be surprised if you just can no longer tolerate listening or watching certain things or and or people anymore. Your tolerance for small-minded, immature, and childish thoughts and behavior will become unbearable to you during this time. The more nonsense you see and hear, it only encourages you to engage in uh, more informational outlets that are more informative. Scrolling on social media may lose its appeal during this time. You may even join Quora or LinkedIn. Okay, so those may be your new social media uh, outlets. You may start watching and listening to new concepts, music, developing new habits and mindsets. Basically, maturity, discipline, structure and intent is being activated energetically at this time. Refer to the tarot reading that I posted on YouTube recently for Gemini signs. And I cut mentioning it was the why are they mad? And I cut mentioning Aquarius energy all throughout the reading. I kept mentioning how there was a mature or higher perspective, and this was making others mad. Traditionally, Saturn rules Aquarius also. So the carefree Gemini is still logical, witty, intellectual, inquisitive, social and friendly, but it's now with intent, with care, and with purpose. You're trading in small talk for deep and meaningful talk. Your trading in social media accounts for more mature and intellectual ones like, I don't know, going from TikTok to Quora. This is like trading in watching random movies um, for documentaries or maybe the Discovery Channel. This is like traveling on um, traveling for a purpose, not just because some may resonate um, other, you know, with some of the examples that I've given. Others may not just know generally Maturity is being alchemized into your life and into your mind. Talking fast is being replaced with speaking slower, and you get the point. Now, the moon is squaring Neptune. The moon, again, is in Gemini at four degrees in the second house. Neptune is in Pisces at three degrees in the 11th house. This aspect, I think, um, is more appropriate for the people who are heavily invested in small-minded things. Neptune, um, you know, in the sign it rules, indicates comfort. Neptune is in the first deacon that is also ruled by Neptune. 
the energy will manifest as impractical, impressionable, unintuitive, stubborn, and imaginative. We already know Gemini energy rules social media. And we know most have interest, I'm sorry, internet personalities and lives. This energy reminds me of the metaverse, um, you know, like people being so consumed with an internet version of them that is perfect and unrealistic. So while others are using the moon to try and Saturn and basically level up mentally, emotionally and spiritually, which in turn will manifest stability, others will continue to be distracted and consumed with an internet personality or life and spending money to maintain that facade and ultimately losing themselves in the process. Neptune energy can be confusing to those who are not aware, to those who are ignorant, and to those who are unintuitive. It reminds me of the scene in The Dark Knight when Bane said to Batman, theatrics and deception are powerful agents to the uninitiated. (laughs) The North Node will be sextiling the moon. The North Node is in Aries at 8 degrees in the 12th house. And the North Node is retrograde at this time. And again, I use the whole sign system for this here report. The Moon is in Gemini at 4 degrees in the 2nd house. With the North Node retrograde, this is like a halt, a pump on the brakes type of vibe. As I mentioned above, sextiles in astrology to me are like two planets flirting. However, the North Node and the Moon isn't technically a planet. We are beginning to get technical because the new, I'm sorry, because the new Moon in Gemini, this is giving off nitpicking energy as well. I am sensing Virgo energy, though I don't see it here. And the devil is always in those details that most overlook. So allow me to get technical for a moment. I know Chiron rules Virgo, and Chiron represents our traumas, fears, and pain, but also who inflicted such pain. I recall with the full moon in Scorpio, Chiron was trining the moon, and at that time, there was a silent power being activated. Provoking energies were not getting the reaction it wanted, which was an indication of healing that had taken place. Full moons are all about release, and so whatever pain, trauma, betrayal that you experience was let go of successfully. The Virgo energy I'm sensing but not seeing is energetically what the North Node in Aries in the 12th house is searching for. Searching for your undoing to ultimately attack. But you've healed. The wounds is healed. And so you either have this person or other energies have either two choices to inflict new wounds or to keep it pushing the title of this energy is literally the old me is dead and gone and clearly with the north node in aries that's retrograded others are looking for the old you that has died um and with it those wounds and pain it's giving the past south node energy is attempting to put on a mask of the north node it's like old energy trying to present itself as new all in hopes to deter you and re-inflict pain upon you. So it's giving too late to apologize vibes as well. It's like someone waiting years on years to apologize to you and you've been over expecting or desiring an apology. It's like you've never received closure about a matter and years gone by 
and something or someone still thinks you're waiting on their closure when you don't even remember their name probably it's like people who didn't want to support you and now that you made it now those who didn't want to support you now think you still want their support and you don't this also reconfirms that these people who are so consumed in their la la lands of illusions refer back to the moon square neptune that the time that all this time that has gone by it ultimately backfired now they've missed their chance and or any opportunity it's literally like Nicki minaj said they were sleeping on me thinking it was slumber time now the sun is conjunct the moon and the sun is in gemini at two degrees in the second house and the moon is in gemini at four degrees in the second house those who resonate more with their sun sign their ego are seeking to be around other like-minded individuals who are extroverted squirrel-brained flexible and short spanned um, short attention spanned have an ass Gemini energy does rule immediate environments. And so this also gives me uh, a convenience undertone here. I personally have found that convenience breeds complacency and laziness. When the moon and the sun were conjunct in Taurus, but in different houses, this is exactly how this energy is going to manifest. People who love pretending, who value fake news, intaking and outputting quick and surface level information will all flock together at this time. This also indicates more advertisements to consume, to spend and to exploit any and everything that can possibly make them or you money. In the tarot community, this energy applies to most oracle card and even tarot readers. They give out regurgitated and surface level information and then charge you for a service as if they are worth that investment. You know nothing and did nothing, but you claim and pretend to be spiritual all just to get money. Those who resonate with the moon in Gemini in the second house, you are seeking to be around like-minded individuals who are great communicators, intellectual, idealistic, extroverted with distinctive thoughts. As I forementioned, with any energy, we all react and utilize the same energy differently. The sun and the moon, both conjunct in Gemini, are very similar in the wants. However, the needs are different. Side note, as I was typing this, there was a lot of um, struggle because the energies here is just draining. Gemini energy rules transportation as well. So you may expect or you should expect to see some car batteries dying, technology breakdowns or mishaps. Now that I think about it, I did do a crow call um, intuitive message and I was getting something about uh, generators. And now that makes sense. The sun will be squaring up with the um, with Neptune and the sun is in Gemini at two degrees in the second house. And Neptune is in Pisces at three degrees in the 11th house. This energy is the same as the moon squaring Neptune. But in brief, it reminds me of the scene in the dark night when Bane said to Batman that theatrics and deceptions are powerful agents to the uninitiated. The uninitiated are uh, currently occupied with those theatrics and deceptions at this time. And lastly... The Midheaven will be trining the sun. The Midheaven is in Capricorn at 24 degrees in the 10th house. And the sun is in Gemini at 2 degrees in the 2nd house. This energy is draining. So I don't have much to say. 
those who resonate with the sun aka their ego those energies are set in their ways this energy just confirms that not all blessings are from the most high as well there is no incentive to change but all the more incentive to stay the same and so they shall the midheaven in capricorn in the 10th house is home here and the ego in gemini in the second house indicates indicates again valuing material things and being more physical as opposed to spiritual this energy is extremely fixed this energy gives me you can't teach an old dog new tricks this is why i feel drained just typing this mm, somebody get dr seuss <laughs> it's better to accept what is instead of wasting energy trying to nurture it and when i say nurture i mean it's better not to care live and let live just like in dark night when bane said he was a grown man when he witnessed the light of day and to him it was blinding he didn't like it he preferred the dark in which where he was born and raised in he was set in his ways the same can go for those who were born and raised in the light being presented with darkness you would feel that it was blinding you would then conclude that you didn't like the dark and then why because you're set in your ways and keep in mind age doesn't matter kids can be set in their ways just like adults this energy needs to be accepted and lefted <laughs> what people want to do usually overpowers what they need to do the sun represents the want the moon represents the need most ignore what they need and favor for what they want and this concept needs to be accepted and lefted for the nexted <laughs> once this is learned accepted and applied you will no longer be deceived hurt used or abused in the process of trying to get someone to change be the change you want to see that's what the full moon in scorpio on june 4th was about planting the seeds and now the new moon in gemini is about tending to those seeds this is about action being action oriented and learning as you go 